and a three, a two, a one. To the Good Games Podcast. Ooh. My name is James. I'm Leo. And I'm Justin. Ooh. What if we did the whole podcast like this? My diaphragm would hurt. Ooh. Pass. <laughs> uh, welcome. This is our. Uh, is this our third Halloween? This is our third Halloween I think episode. So it's the oh, third wow. time you guys are going to hear that beautiful, like in the intro. You know, yeah, the uh, yeah. Oh, Justin knows the name. Man, I, well I just knew. Why I wouldn't I, just I know the name? Bach. Uh, yeah, of course, you're a music guy. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, sidebar: Toccata and Fugue. Like, if you de- if you listen to that shit, it sounds exactly like Dancing Mad. Uh, you can tell Uematsu like listened to that and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that for Final Fantasy." Uh, that happens all the time. Yeah, composers like of... stealing each other's crap. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Among Us is a spooky game. That's a segue. Uh, <laughs> it's is been. It? It's. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a spooky game. It's spooky adjacent, I guess. I guess it's kind of. A, it has sort of a spooky premise, right? It's, it's like, murder. It's yeah, murder, murder on a. It's on more a aggravation though than someone. It is it's more of like I want to hate my friends. Than it's, yeah. it's aggravation. If it's you're more of like why would you betray me? It's more of <laughs> hey, why kill me first in every fucking game? <laughs> Assholes. That's so true. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So we played some Among Us, and it was like our group's tradition to just always murder Justin first. <laughs> if you're the imposter. You're <laughs> fucking assholes. To find Justin. Oh, there I didn't he think, is. I right. didn't even get like a chance to... I never reported a body. I never got a chance to report a body. That's how early I would die. <laughs> like, I don't even know how you report a body. Like, I still yeah. don't know how you do that. <clears throat> uh, so... For people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about right now, Among Us is actually a game that came out two years ago uh, in 2018 and uh, came out uh, to modest success, I guess, but like didn't really blow up until a few months ago when uh, you know a bunch of popular Twitch streamers uh, started playing it, and then it blew up and got crazy big. And now there's it's inescapable if you're on the internet. There's memes everywhere. It's just it's taken over. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and then we played it recently, and it's a, uh, it's a, I still didn't describe what the fuck the game is. It's a social deduction game, so if you've ever played, like, Resistance, or Mafia, or Werewolf, or any game like that, it's, it's all about, um, trying to figure out who the, uh, like, killer is, or the other person is, and if you're the other person, you, you know, want to cast suspicion on other people and not get found out, um, and uh, yeah, that's the basic premise of the game. Uh, but it, it there's a couple of unique things that it can do because it's a video game um, that I find kind of interesting. You, you uh... tangent. Is this the first social deduction video game? Oh, first I for doubt. Me. It. I doubt it. I mean, it's the first one I've played that's gotten like super duper popular. There's yeah. got to be other social oh, deductions. I'm sure games. there's. Yeah, I'm sure there's something out there yeah, that's well, like it's definitely it. Not... the first one i've played and i mean i maybe there's other attempts at it in the past but this one just did it simple enough that it was you know like it felt like those board games that i love i love social deduction <clears throat> games but this felt like the first time that i could play one i guess digitally really easily and that made it mm, yeah. that, that's a nice thing too is it, it's very simple in right. what it does in the it's not too complicated it's the games can go quick the social deduction games is all about the fun comes from just how every game can be different just based on the paradigms it has set. You don't have to make the game itself complicated. Now, granted, I know, like, probably if you had a complaint, it's probably that, oh, it doesn't look good. It looks very, like, maybe Newgrounds flashy kind of. No, I love that art style. It. But I like, yeah, I was going to yeah. say I love that. That's the only, I mean, that's the only real complaint I would have about it. Um, so I'm not happy with some of the maps from the game. Like uh, I think it's like there's like a almost like a 
abandoned base in like the snow. Oh, the that big map. Ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that map, that, is, that like, map like way, confuses the crap. Way out big of me. and open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, my one know. complaint. My one complaint is that um, there's no. And I mean, it's it's just something they need to integrate. There's no actual voice integration in the game. So, like, we ended up having to use Discord, which normally would not be that big of an issue. But one of the rules of the game is there are certain moments in the game where you can't talk. And that's where voice chat in-game would be crucial because it, the game could just mute everyone and not allow anyone to talk in the moments where you're not supposed to be talking. Um right. Uh, but that's just something they need to add. It's 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 more of a missing feature, I guess, than a yeah. you know. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it's it was a fun game to play. Had a good time. Hell yeah! yeah. I would really like. I haven't. I haven't personally because we played in our amongst our group of like. I guess we had probably upwards of what eight people at one point. I think. I think at most we had either eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to play in the big ones where, like, it's like, doesn't it go up to like 20 or 15 or 20 or something like that? Last I checked, it only goes up to 10, but maybe they've started. 10? Okay. Maybe they've started expanding it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I like yeah, to play in a big group. The more the better with this game, yeah. I think. Like, because the, the, we played a couple, you know, while we were just waiting for people to, you know, finish doing whatever it is they were doing. We had groups of like five or four even. And, like, the game does not work as well at smaller numbers as it does with larger numbers. Yeah, because the problem, yeah. the problem ends up being that everyone's so separated doing the tasks, tasks, bleh, I can't talk, tasks in the game that they, um, when you ha- only have, like, five people, everyone's so separated that it's easy just to kill them off. Yeah. Like it, well, it, there's that problem, and then there's also the problem that, like, three people can group up together, and then... There's only two other people, and if one of those people die, and they weren't part of the group of three, it's like, um, whoever came back alive, you're obviously yeah. the imposter. <laughs> hey, well, yeah. I didn't see him, yeah. so yeah, was, we get these but weird then, situations where it doesn't. That's work out like one of the, that. That was one of the great things about that game was when you had more people. Obviously, yes. was being when when everyone was like, well, I didn't see this fucker over there, and <laughs> he, he, I didn't see him doing tasks, and I was around blah 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 the whole time. Yeah. It's like, and then everyone gets all like, as they say in the game, sus, mm. and starts it's like, sus. very sus, <laughs> very sus, very sus, and then they like everyone starts like, like saying, oh, it's got to be that guy, and everyone starts voting for that guy, and the guy's like playing, like, no, don't do it. Yeah, it's funny to just watch videos too of that kind of stuff. I watched a, a stream of it the other day where that happened to someone and they got voted off even though they weren't. Um, so, so I think suspicious. that's kind of why Among Us has done so well is like, I love social deduction games, but usually it's very difficult unless you are sort of a, an experienced gamer or board gamer to like, to keep track of the kind of things you really should be keeping track of in a social deduction game. So like normally it's like who voted to like, you know, to, to like yes or no on this mission or who voted for this, there's very subtle pieces of info, you know, in the board game version of social deduction games that most time when you have like, you know, you just throw it out at a party, people just don't pay attention to that. And they just vote for whoever looks like they're lying or whatever, which can be fun. But the real fun in Among Us especially is it's very easy to like be next to a person the whole game visually like you're seeing yeah, that yeah, 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 color yeah. person and you're like, I can vouch for so and so because they were with me the whole time. And then to get backstabbed later by that yeah. same, <laughs> you know, no, that the, like you just feel it more, you know. But that's so beautiful when that happens, right? Well, right. you're just the like best, oh. the like, best play that I've seen made was by my wife, who, by the way, hates absolutely like will not play social deduction games in person. She hates lying to people. Like right. she will not play Mafia, Resistance, whatever. Hates those games. She's like, okay, whatever, because I played that game for my birthday. She's like, whatever, I'll give it a try. And she's like, oh my god, that was so much fun because I'm behind a computer screen. I feel so much it's more. Way easier to lie. That's it's way easier to lie. Yeah, yeah. So the best play was made by her. She was imposter. I didn't even realize this was possible. She sabotaged uh, one of the like the reactor or whatever, which requires two separate people to fix. Yeah. So like. She, I went to go fix the reactor, and she went to fix the reactor. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I know she's uh, on my team now, even yeah. though she's the one who sabotaged. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were I going back, and I was like, 
by process of elimination, I know who the imposter is now. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the you know crew, crewmates completed all their tasks first. But if they yeah. hadn't, I would have voted off the wrong person and yeah. have died. I've but that was a, it was a very good play. And that's that's the best. Like when you're in a like there you're getting you get into more situations where people notice you, and that can work to your benefit as an imposter in a way that I'm sure plays out if you play with a really good crowd of resistance. But if you play with your average Joe or average, I don't know, Jane in resistance, they're not going to notice those kind of subtle, like, also, like, who voted who? Like, if there's, like, a visual thing, and you're like, oh, so I see someone didn't skip, or, like, you know, like, these are things that I think you just notice more in Among Us. But the only downside is the Among Us really sucks unless you have a room full of people over voice, right? Like... Yeah. The game, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. you play the game and you have like the chat or whatever, and no, you chat with awful. people. It's terrible. Yeah, that's that. That's why I mean, like, that game desperately needs voice chat for two reasons. A, you can mute people, like I was saying earlier. B, if you want to play with a group of randos, you, you can get in there and use voice chat instead of the text chat, which is awful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's no good. Because um, it's yeah. so hard. Because there's a limited amount of time in that game to, you know, vote and do anything and like. To try to come up with like a complicated explanation, like, oh no, 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 I'm not the imposter because I was like over here doing this task, whatever. Like by the time you type that message, it's like thirty seconds have gone by and yeah. you know, yeah. It's it doesn't work. That game with text does not work. I saw someone and I mentioned to you guys that someone had replicated Among Us in VR chat, apparently. Oh, yeah, oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I read so, about that. So yeah, so what they did, it's it is voice chat, obviously, because you can't type. Um, the cafeteria area in the main uh, ship map is the one social area. So if you go to the cafeteria, you can talk to people. But then once you're on the ship doing tasks, you're automatically muted. Nice. Um, That's how it should work. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, when someone hits like the emergency button or if there's someone reports a body and you're all sitting at the round table. Yeah. You can all kind of debate and then you can walk up to the screen and click whoever you think is suspicious. So it, I honestly, that seemed like it worked a lot better because because the the great thing about that too is to get the emotion from people when they're like, no, it's not me, or ah, right. you know, and they're all like, why are you betraying? You know, so it's it's just everybody betrays. So everybody betrays. I, I kind of want to do an in real life Among Us, and I've been thinking about how that <laughs> oh, would work. murder my so friends. Leo <laughs> wants to kill people. I want to kill all my friends, and I don't know. Um, but the. One interesting thing about that is um, you could definitely like create the same game loop or whatever in real life. But if you are just like people with faces and someone says, hey, you're acting kind of sus, Leo, like I'll just be smiling like, no, it's not me, guys. Trust me. Like, I'm terrible at that. But so but I thought about it. Like, what if everyone has like a mask on? Right. Because. Oh, Right, because then they can't see your face. I mean, it's, you they'll still have hear your voice. Yeah. I guess. Okay. But that way, when you're doing like the the meeting to discuss, like you could still have a a sense of anonymity. This sounds like the the like intro plot into like a horror movie of stabbing yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. your friends. Then like, I, one I of actually all, all stab all my friends instead of pretend to. And then it turns out like he wasn't part of your friends group. It's and that one I, kid that you made fun of back in high I am the back imposter. in middle school. And then I that, wear like, their faces. Way into the party. <laughs> I, I think you're onto something there, like... Leo. That sounds like yeah. a good idea. Because, like, uh, like, I don't know, masks are just, like, inherently scary to me. I don't like masks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's never we... good when you can't see someone's face. I, yeah. mean, I feel like that has to be part of it, right? I think that's why Among Us is sort of in the slightly horror genre. Because, like, there's definitely a sense of, like, at least edge of your seat-ness when you're... A when you're the imposter and you have you have to kill people like oh man your heart starts pumping you're like oh I have to fit in and but yet I have to murder my friends but B if you're not the imposter and someone's like standing right next to you yeah. for like a second you're just like you're like oh. looking at him like what are you doing what are you doing you <laughs> son of a bitch go Stop away it. yeah and then like you could just tell there's like an audience watching you saying like no you know turn the key or whatever or whatever this you know there's always someone in the horror movies like reaching for a key and they're not reaching it or they can't get it into the ironically the shut the door right when they like someone else would have seen them or whatever yeah all that kind of stuff is happening yeah so yeah 
Among Us, it's real good and real popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. popular right now. That's the that's the that's, that's all a, the rage today. That's to something the worth kids. noting too, right? Like um indie games, I feel like there's been a couple this summer that have just blown up. I I guess because like like quarantine life. Yes. I think a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was saying this game got popular because Twitch streamers, I mean, that's true. That's half of it. But the other half is everyone's stuck at home and they can't play with their friends. So, hey, here's a perfect game where, like, you, by the nature of the game, you can't be sitting in the same room. Yeah. So the yeah. lesson there, folks, any of you game makers out there is to, you know, kind of release a virus. <laughs> yeah. Engineer a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. A deadly, create a deadly pandemic to get people to buy your games. That's... Yeah. It worked for Animal Crossing. I mean, Among Us is actually a Chinese <laughs> scam. Oh, there you go. They created it it all comes full circle. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, admittedly, in, in, some indie games have just been popular, to be honest, in just the past year, even before some countries went on lockdown. Like, Goose Game was popular. That's true. Are, yeah, like, yeah. It, just like such random games you'd think, like, what the fuck is this? And then people play it and it becomes, like, huge. It's been yeah, it's been like a crazy year altogether, and I'm sure obviously pandemic has only boosted that because people are now experimenting with new things. Yeah, like uh, butt plugs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the oh. way you said that sounded very sexual. Well, it is it is getting late, so we people are late are night boys. Experimenting <laughs> with new things. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised, but we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Uh, good games after dark. Oh, this is another after dark episode. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on Among Us? Um. Don't trust your friends. But yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah I'd say give it a try. It's free on mobile, right? Free on you mobile. You have to deal with ads. Annoying ads, but whatever. Yeah, you got yeah. some ads. You it's, can pay just, like after every game. Bucks. There's an ad. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, and you it's got crossplay with the PC version. Crossplay yeah. PC version crucial. I keep saying crossplay is the future. I mean, like, there's no yeah. reason not to be doing that. Yeah. Um, and it's like only five bucks on Steam, which is a, like really a crime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They could have made probably twice yeah. more money if they charged ten dollars. I think it would have been yeah. sold just as best good. Hell, yeah. Um. I'm sure eventually yep. when they start, if they do like some updates, maybe they'll up the price. I don't know. I would love, I would love this to start a trend of you know digital social deductive games. Like I'm all about that. Let's make yep. that more of a thing. Yeah. Now, was there wasn't there something about the game where it there was supposed to be an Among Us two that they're yeah. going to come out with? Well, they, and then they, they that. and then yeah. this got so popular they scrapped it and said, "Screw it, we're just going to focus on this one." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The game started to get popular, and they were like, "Oh, cool!" Like. It's been two years, and now people actually like our game. What a yeah. perfect time to like make a sequel. And then it got outrageously popular, <laughs> so much so where they were like, oh, shit, oh, my God, so many people are playing this game. Let's just go back and fix you know, issues with the first game before we make a second one, because it's going to be a while. If they you know, started from scratch and made a second game, it was going to be a while. So yeah. uh, before they did that, they were going to go back and you know, fix a bunch of stuff with Among Us 1. Hopefully, they just add voice chat. For me, that is like the only thing that game is missing is just give me voice chat. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Play Among Us. Um, yeah, do it. Play do it. it. Good also, luck. Good luck finding a group. While you're, while you're doing stuff, you Ooh. can... <laughs> Shit. Uh, With oh butt plugs. While you're uh. doing stuff, you can check out our Patreon. It is Good Games Cast. Hmm. Fuck. Well, what is it? Patreon.com slash GoodGamesCast. That's not it. Patreon. That, right. no, that was right. That was correct. Oh, was it really? Okay. Good, I, I good made games that up. Cast. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Our email address. You can send us spooky pictures. Ooh. Nope. Don't, please. Don't oh, do I'll take some spooky pictures. What's wrong? You're going to get pictures yeah. of people's butt plugs. <laughs> spooky butt plug. Spooky butt plug. Our email address is GoodGamesCast at gmail.com. Um, we are on YouTube, uh, Good Games Podcast, uh, and we are on every podcasting service that matters. And if we're not on the one you're listening to, then you're listening to a podcast service that doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. 
Well, well, wait a minute. If it's not on a podcast service, uh, then you you can't hear me anyway. Probably. Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? They'll they'll feel you. They'll feel the essence, the cold chill run across their body as you said this, as it when it goes live. So uh, they they know secretly that they're not looking using the correct podcast software. That's that. Yep. There Ooh. we go. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys want to talk about horror movies? Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to, for this Halloween episode, talk about our top five horror movies. Ooh. Ooh. So this is an interesting top five because I don't know. So I'm not as much of a wuss for movies as I am for games. And there's definitely some movies that like I appreciate because they were scary. Like they were definitely like some of the scariest movies I went to. But there's mm-hmm. also some horror movies that I just love, but because I laugh at them the whole time. And I'm yeah. I think I ended up with a mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm just not really sure. I guess it'll be interesting I, to see. I've got some there. laughs in my I'm curious to see how much overlap we have. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, there's probably gonna be a lot. There's a lot of yeah. horror movies, though. I went, yeah, because like a lot of my picks are very safe. For instance, my number five is Alfred Hitchcock's classic 1960 Psycho. Uh, I always like Birds more than Psycho. What? Uh, what? what? Uh, the Birds? Are yeah. you shitting me? I rewatched <laughs> The Birds. That ridiculous. movie is so fucking boring. I like. What? Yeah, it's, it's like, just it's it's like yeah. The, most of the scenes are just birds flying around. I just I I almost fell asleep like five times during that movie. Oh, and I don't by, know. by the way, by the way, like no shot against Alfred Hitchcock. Like I love okay. Sure. Rear Window and Birds are boring as fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, Psycho is good. Uh, Vertigo is fucking amazing. Like that's where it's at. Like I I don't really think Vertigo is a horror movie though. It's more of a like thriller. But like that movie fucking blew my mind. But uh, the Birds I found very snooze fest. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I can see that. You know, it's been a while since I've seen it. I have to revisit. The I promise, if you go back and watch it now, you'll be like, I remember like maybe, liking it. Maybe if you watch it as a kid, it's kind of scary. Maybe I don't know. I remember. I remember liking it, but yeah, yeah. Psycho, yeah. Psycho's a good safe pick too, though. Classic. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. a big, a big movie for the horror genre. It was like it did a lot of uh, things that other. Kind of like Almost one of the like very first hugely popular American horror movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It pretty much like yeah, it was like one of the definition like gory horror right. movies. Right, I especially like for first... the sixties. That was, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say for that for that time, a lot of things were probably kind of taboo, right? Like mental oh, especially, illness. Especially, yeah. The, uh, well, it begins with the woman, the single woman sleeping with a married man, like so yeah, scandalous. Yeah. She gets. Stabbed in the shower, scandalous. Right, yeah. you know? There's a lot, yeah, a lot yeah. to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and mention one. Uh, I'll throw in, and I'm sure you guys probably have this one because this one made me hate clowns. It's it. It is I definitely liked, on my list. I liked. I liked it, especially the new remake. Yeah. I. It's I, not on my see, list. See, I haven't seen the remake yet. I still need to see oh, that. You're so, talking oh, you're talking about. Okay, so talking, no, I'm talking, like, yeah, I'm talking about the old one. I didn't see I'm the old one when I saw the remake. Yeah. That one freaked me out a little bit. Just the, just like all the time, the the clown in the sewer, just just him popping his head up in the thing. Like I get images in my mind when I'm dreaming of that kind of shit of like weird, like creepy things in like a small dark hole, and it, mm, it's it's yeah. it, it's embedded it's embedded in me now. Like it won't go away. Yeah, there's a lot of scary, scary imagery in the remake as well. It'll, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. But my problem is, I saw the SNL bit that kind of made fun of it before I saw actual oh. it. So then, like, the whole time, all I could see was, uh, you know, their kind of goofy version of the clown, like saying funny things in the sewer. Um, so, um, I guess I'll throw out. I don't really have a specific order for these. I just know sort of the top five in my head. Um, I'm going to put at number five. Now, listen, when I say this movie, you can't jump to the end, okay? Because I know a lot of this director's movies at the end get really stupid. But Signs with uh, Mel Gibson. 
Okay. Was until the end when things got a little bit more sort of actiony and you know they they showed you the creature which you're never supposed to do, man. Um, there was a lot of creepy moments in that movie that like really tugged on that whole like kind of eerie. Are they among us? Right. Uh, the, uh, the aliens. <laughs> yeah. See, I pulled that back. Right? The aliens are very sus. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he mentioned like, it. I don't know. It was just. It was. It, I don't know. They just they did it so well that the sound and those shots um, out into the cornfield and like just like a small wave of the cornfield, you know, late at night. Like I've had times as a kid where like I'm looking out at some trees next to my house and like it's one of those things where if you stare too much in the dark, you start to worry that someone's watching back, you know, or something. And Ooh, yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. it tugged on yeah. those feelings, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a, it's a kind of a kind of a, I put it on number five because it's not really a horror movie, but it was pretty scary. It was like you know I don't know it was suspenseful. Yeah. Signs. Nice. I met Signs. Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, I for my number four, I I wanted to put a Wes Craven movie on here, and I really like A Nightmare on Elm Street because I like like the imagery like like creepy imagery and nightmare on Elm street is just chock full of that. Uh, I think of like Freddy, Freddy Krueger with his like eight foot long hands and like, Classic. anyway, no, I, uh, I went with, uh, Wes Craven's other hit, uh, 1991 scream. Uh, and ah. the premise of scream is kind of what if a horror movie was aware that it was a horror movie. Right. Uh, because all of the character, well, at least some of the characters are aware of all of the tropes of a horror movie which is, you know, like if if you have sex, you die. Um, you know, uh, uh, what, what? don't go too think. close to the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, everyone, you know, <laughs> why does everyone, uh, you know, uh, go inside the house when there's no escape and like go upstairs when you can't get out? Like, yeah, you know, just right. aware of all the dumb tropes. You know, the final girl trope and uh, yeah, scream is is very self aware and uh, but also like. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Those great movies, man. Yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, I, my favorite though, and this will be an honorable mention, is the Scary Movie, Scary Movie series, yeah. uh-huh. which really is a parody of the Scream movie, and like that really set the precedent. From like 1992 to 1999, everyone was going like, "Hello, what's up?" Yeah. Right, and that was like from that movie. So honorable mention, the Scary Movie. The scariest of all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so scary. Um, since you mentioned it, James, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Uh, I, I actually put uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. Because nice. pretty much for what you said, for all the weird and crazy imagery and the nightmare stuff and the, like, yeah, just Freddy Krueger, like, creeping around under the covers, like, he's, like, going to kill you. Like, I don't know. It just all, it, it's, like, one of those things, like, like again, as it's like those are movies that came out when I was a kid. So I'm sitting here like in my bed, like like I don't want to be the covers. I don't want to look over the bed. Like there's gonna be some creepy, like you know, Wolverine hand dude yeah, gonna kill me. Like the scariest thing about Freddy Krueger is the, like there was no rules to Freddy Krueger. He could yeah. just do anything as long as he can as come he out the... wherever the fuck oh, he wants. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. My, yeah, especially in your fucking like bed, and it's just yeah. like. My favorite that. moment is when what's her name's on the phone and she's like, blah, 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 and Fred Krueger sticks his tongue through the phone and goes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's stupid. very stupid. Yeah, that's, very yeah. stupid. that's a weird yeah. scene. <laughs> um, all right, I'll give my next one to again. This is another one that probably isn't on most people's top horror movie scenes, but I would submit that if a movie caused you to fear. A specific aspect of your life for the rest of your natural life that did its job as a horror movie in my mind and that movie is jaws and that's the main reason i will never go to the beach and swim in the water because a shark will freaking attack you and bite your legs off even though that's an unrealistic belief i'm a hundred percent confident in it because of jaws now not your traditional horror movie but in a way it kind of is right if you compare the shark to like the tropey horror guy, right? Like the guy who like always seems to like, he's like 10, 20 feet away, but then you turn and something's right behind you. Jaws did that. He just did it in the water. And the suspense and the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a horror movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, 
So my uh, my number three is it a horror movie or is it a comedy? Uh, Twenty eleven. Oh, Joss Whedon's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, uh, that was a good one. So if, if if Scream is a horror movie that is aware that it's a horror movie, Cabin in the Woods is a horror movie that it's aware that it's a horror movie that is aware that it's a horror movie. Like, there are many layers to Cabin in the Woods. Uh, uh, it's, um, I don't know. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to say too much about what it is, but uh, there are definitely many, many reviews. Things are not many, what they seem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but also similar to Scream, like I think Scream had a playful sense of humor, but I think Cabin in the Woods is more like outright, like there are horror moments and there are comedy moments, and the horror moments are scary and the comedy moments are hilarious. Like <laughs> right. it's it's a movie; it'll it'll make you scream and it'll make you laugh, and I like yeah. both of those things. Uh, yeah, Cabin in the Woods is very good. Um. Okay, let me think about. I didn't put these in any particular order because oh, okay, I can't. Okay, I, okay, I just right, can't put them in any kind of crazy order. I'm gonna throw out though. I did like the movie 2010. I think it was Insidious. Oh yeah, um, I haven't seen that. I don't think I, I watched yeah. that. That one, that one left a little bit of a memory with me. Um, I like the just. It's kind of one of those weird like there's some kind of haunted thing going on and like there's like these like this like hunting team who eventually comes by and they're trying to figure it out and they can eventually enter like some kind of weird realm. But like the, the great thing about that movie is just all like kind of the creepy moments that happens throughout it. Um, kind of gets at you a little bit like the weird, like, like hiding demon. And sometimes you don't even notice its face until it's too, you know, and it has, oh, it, yeah. it has I've bit, seen yeah. that clip. I, I know that clip you're talking about. Yeah. It, it, that movie has a lot of like, like good jump scare moments. So I, that I that's I guess that's why I'm putting it on my list. Is it's, it's a good jump scary one. I still hate jump scares. Like that is one common thread through most of my movies is they're not really jump scare intensive except for maybe Scream. No, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Cabin in the Woods also kind of. Yeah, sort of. If you're not expecting it. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> My number three will go to one. I'm not really sure what it is. Like, is it a movie that is aware of itself? Like the ones James has mentioned or not? But my number three goes to Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's self-aware. I mean, yeah. or I don't know if it was just sort of like not. And it just turns out that we all sort of had fun with it as, I don't know. It's very tropey and very goofy at times. And some really uh, disturbing imagery <laughs> throughout the film, um, but sort of a classic for me. Nice. Okay. Uh, my number two. Uh, I, I, uh, this is debatably. Maybe it's a horror movie. Maybe it's a thriller. Uh, it's one of my favorite directors, and it's David Lynch's uh, Mulholland Drive. Which, uh, so like, I the about. thing I liked I liked about. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street is the horror imagery. Uh, David Lynch knows how to make a scary image. Just an image that is just like, fuck! Like, mm. um, and he loves dreams. Uh, and Mulholland Drive, the experience of watching Mulholland Drive is the experience of just watching a dream. Because, like, scenes just kind of blur together and everything kind of blends and... Like, when you try to describe the plot of Mulholland Drive, like, I've seen this movie, like, I don't know, a bunch of times. And even describing the plot, you can't quite, like, it doesn't really make sense when you describe it. But, uh, yeah, if you ever just want to watch A Waking Nightmare, watch <laughs> uh, Mulholland Drive. It is uh, weird and scary. Wikipedia categorizes it as a surrealist neo-noir. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you mystery go. Mystery film. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It says that it's commonly categorized as a psychological thriller. Yeah, um, okay. It's but, horror uh, adjacent. Sure, yeah. Uh, I have definitely heard of it before. I don't know if it was through you or through someone else that said it was like the most, uh, the scariest thing that they had seen. Or it is uh, It is very trippy, very, it, there's a couple moments in there that will haunt your dreams. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a couple oh. very uh, sexy moments in that movie too. Yeah, yeah it's, mm. it'll... 
it'll scare you and then it'll turn you on. <laughs> Much like I do in bed. Get the adrenaline and the yeah. blood pumping. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a weird movie. Um, my number two, The Shining. Oh, nice. That's, that's, that's I love that because it's like you know what, and I know I know we talked about this before. It's not as much of a scary movie as much as it is just kind of like a weird, creepy movie that slowly dips into going you know pretty much psycho in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the again like weird the weird shit and the weird imagery that comes out of it with the what the things he sees. And like, and just like, it's one of those mind fucky kind of thriller movies. It's just screwing with you. I mean, creepy. Um, like the weird, the him k- kissing the weird, like decayed old lady, and just ugh. <laughs> creeps you out. Yeah, ugh. creepy stuff. I think is is part of horror movies. You know, like just creepy. Like that's why, like also, I always have like gore and stuff like that. Because like sometimes it's not just about scary, right? It's just like disturbing. Like yeah, yeah. it's just outright disturbing, and it leaves a pretty damn good. Yeah, you know, that sits with you. Like, right. yeah, yeah, it leaves a good memory on you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm very, I'm very high on my my last two. So these, I definitely knew were oh, at the top. Leo just smoked a big blunt. Here we go. Very high. <laughs> very high on these movies. All right, I was very high <laughs> watching them. Now, um, number two, smoke horror every day. <laughs> goes, goes to Paranormal Activity. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. That movie was so fun to watch, like, and was put together on like a camcorder and some, you know, movie magic, which was just such a cool story to see. Um, but like, it like it ran rampant through theaters. Like, people were all about that film when it yeah. came out, and like just watching it in a theater. That, now that was full of like sort of jump scares and creepy shots and. Um, but I don't know. It's just all done in a very believable way because it was shot on you know, these cheap cameras and stuff. And um, I guess it was kind of, you know, reminiscent of the Blair Witch Project, which you yeah, know, I, I watched at some point, I think. But I don't know for some reason, paranormal. Just like the fact that it was like it's kind of like um, Phasmophobia, the game that we've more like recently have played, and going into a house that like is haunted, just like someone's home. And yeah. uh, there's a the, something entity there and stuff like everyone's kind of had those thoughts and I think to this day I th- I still think of certain scenes of paranormal activity when I'm like I don't know if I just sit too long in a room I start thinking like you know is that chair rocking by itself or like I don't know yeah it's really good very basic See, but very good my only complaint about that movie mm. the ending wasn't so great for me the way like they killed it off yeah at Wait, the very end. Ending? forgot what the ending was it, it's spoiler so if you don't want to hear well, it skip it was the next really couple cool seconds. until like the last couple yeah frames. the last couple like frames was like yeah. he's like he hears her the girl scream downstairs so he goes running downstairs the camera's still on the tripod uh-huh. all of a sudden he gets thrown against the side of the room and then she's like eating his body and has a weird demon face and it's like if that if i'm remembering the movie correctly that sounds about right yeah that and it was just right. like i'm pretty oh. sure that was the last scene I just, it was something I like that. It was something very like aggressively, um, way out of place. Like, like they were like, playing yeah. the whole thing. Like the whole the whole movie was very subtly. Like it was like, what is yeah, it? Yeah, like yeah. what is the thing? And he kind of did that that Shyamalan thing at the end, where he just kind of like unloaded. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This, he, uh, it just yeah. like it was just such an abrupt ending of like he yeah. gets like thrown. Through, you see him come through the doorway and hit the yeah, camera. Gets, and the ca- camera falls down or something. Yeah. He gets dragged down the hall or something, doesn't he? I thought oh yeah, he gets dragged. She's doing something, and she's like all like weird and demony at the end. And it's like, well, that wasn't the way to end it. I feel like, yeah. 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 The the yeah. monsters, you're right. The monsters are always more scary in your head than than uh, the actual. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, the, you never do that, right? Yeah. yeah, unless the monster is a man who's slowly going insane by himself, watching over the Overlook Hotel. My number one is Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Uh, for the same reason Justin mentioned, I like all of the like weird horror imagery, like the flash quick shots of like the woman in two thirty set room two thirty seven, and like yeah. the Grady twins, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like really, really, really into The Shining last year. Like I read the book, by which I mean I listened to the audio book. Uh, it is very different than the movie. Yeah. Uh, and also last year is when um, Dr. Sleep came out in theaters, which is 
a weird premise because uh, obviously Stephen King wrote Dr. Sleep as a sequel to his book, The Shining, which is very different than the movie, The Shining. But Dr. Sleep was both a, it was based on King's book, but also wanted to be a sequel to uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Anyway, weird premise. Uh, so uh, since Justin already endorsed uh, The Shining, I will endorse Dr. Sleep. It is a very good movie up until the end See? where That's right at the end. end, the movie just wants to go like full in fan service and they go back to the Overlook Hotel and they, it's mm. just, it's like, hey, remember the scene from The Shining when the blood came out of the elevator? Hey, look, we recreated it. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But I've seen that scene before. Like, and they just, like, room after room after room, it's just recreating shots from the original movie. And I found that very boring and, like, fan service yeah. in the worst way. But uh, the, like, first three-fourths of that movie are good. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Sleep, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, you guys are going to hate me because this isn't really even a horror movie. It doesn't even fall into the category. Okay. But I wanted to mention it as my number one because this... Is it horror adjacent? Uh, you could say because it instills like creepiness and scariness and like fear and stuff. But half the movie is more of just being a movie. But this is a movie that would scare... There was a particular scene that would scare the crap, of me, crap out of me as a kid. Is it? I couldn't... I Willy Wonka in the uh, Chocolate Factory? No. Oh, oh <laughs> no. I thought we were talking about the weird movie. thing where that, he's like, we're going a... down that the hole! Really oh, oh my god, I love when Gene Wilder. That I like, scene I was like... so scary, though. Oh, that scene gave me a nightmare. I would oh, I love that scene. See, that's, that's a... turn, me, turn it off. That's oh, the psycho okay. in me. See, I enjoy right. Gene Wilder being a psychotic madman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, it freaked me out. No, I couldn't watch the scene in Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Like oh, yeah. dinosaurs yeah. terrorizing. But the thing was, I think part of the problem was, is that was like one of the first movies we got that had like probably close to realistic CG. It was yeah. like you got, and like you couldn't really like tell, it, like with the dinosaurs and everything, you, you know, we don't know what they actually look like. And yeah. yeah. And it's like the scene with the T Rex getting out in the rain and like trying to eat the kids. Like, well, I remember being so little, sound, not sound. being able to, yeah, the sound. And my parents had the, they had the big, what was it? What was it called? The the laser disc. Oh, the gigantic the laser, laser disc. Yeah, they had the yeah. surround sound system with the subwoofer, and the subwoofer was huge. Yeah. So it's like every time the T Rex scene would come on, we'd, you just hear it in the house, too. Just. Yeah. <clears throat> That doesn't matter if I was up in my room and I I didn't want to hear water was listen to yeah, your cup of water actually should. And the T-Rex like the T-Rex screaming was just like so to me was just so fucking horrifying as a kid. Yeah. It was so traumatizing. I love yeah. the movie now, obviously That's being older. Horror adjacent. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, the whole like like dinosaurs being around and eating people and there was nothing you could do. Like being all of a sudden having that mindset of being like no longer being a, a, a predator and now being hunted by yeah. large, terrifying creatures was just traumatizing to me sure. as a kid. Sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, well, before I give you my number one, uh, Justin, I did check. Did you know Paranormal Activity had three different endings? Depending yeah. on if you saw it in theaters or the original ending and then an alternate ending. And all three are slightly different. I they saw it in theaters. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I think I remember that. So in theaters is the one that, yeah, I think I hate it too because she kind of has like that stupid demon face and kind of attacks the camera at the yeah. end. But in the original, it they all sort of start with that creepy, like she just kind of gets up and walks away and then like screams and he comes running. And in the original, she just kind of, you hear like screaming and then she comes back with like a bloody shirt and just sits there and then like the cops find her and kill her. I, I actually, you know what? Yeah. I think I've seen, I've seen that ending too. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one where she kills herself. It's even more creepy. But oh. yeah, yeah, there's all sorts of endings to that. But that was, just watching that real quick, like, man, movie's so good. Anyway, number one. We're here to talk about number one. Now, <laughs> number one is scary for me because it hits close to home, okay? If you are a man of darker complexion and oh, you are very with good. Yeah. a woman of fair skin com complexion, you might find yourself in some of the situations that our main character finds himself in Get Out um, from, uh, what is the name? Uh, P Jordan, uh, Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele uh, 
traditionally a comedian and a, and a really funny, you know, creator of, of comedy skits and stuff. Um, he's kind of claims that horror movies and comedy movies have a lot of similarities and like how they, um, you know, trick the viewer into, you know, situations like, you know, that they weren't expecting or whatever. Yeah. Um, some, some of those shots are just so creepy. Some of them were jump scares and, and at the end you get a super tropey, ridiculous level you know horror stuff um so i don't know really really good movie really some of those scenes like still stick with me you know to this day i think that's probably my favorite horror film of all like right now it's like top of my list you know yeah i love the whole like when he gets like pretty much hypnotized the whole like was so sinking down and not being able to pull himself back you know what it was i think you'd appreciate if you go back to that scene justin you would appreciate the sound that they do yeah oh yeah that's the thing i i love the most what does she say yeah she was she was like um sink sink or something in your chair or something he's like what she's like he would just say sink yeah she's like sink yeah the sound design yeah the sound design is so good because she's also like Doing the cup, that little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But it throws yeah. you off. Like that one scene, I just want to see other people see it. <laughs> when like when like they haven't seen it before, like that yeah. one scene, like you see them, you can watch people. They're just like, oh, that sound is kind of just it's like nails on a chalkboard sort of sound. Like what's going on? And then she says like sink, and then like as a viewer, you're like, what? And then she says, Sick. and it's like, <laughs> he goes into his chair and into like this abyss. And you're like, ah, like, yeah, it's so weird. And it's like the whole, like him trying to swim out, seeing him like slowly sinking down. It like brings yeah. back like kind of terror dreams kind of thing. Well, where, then, like, yeah. When you see him like literally of walking or running kind right, of thing. When he's like basically paralyzed and wanting, like it reminds you of those stories you hear of people who were like given amnesia, but like woke up or something and they weren't yeah. supposed to like, you know, yeah, it's just like this really disturbing feeling of like not lack of control that, um, yeah, it's terrifying. But then, of course, yeah, it's you know, it's white people, you know, he's got to be afraid of them sometimes. Fucking white people, man. Yeah. Uh, also, a movie that's got a good sense of humor. There's some good laughs in that movie. It's a terrifying yeah. movie. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got a yeah. decent amount of comedy in it to where yeah, it's sure. like, okay, that was a good chuckle. Yeah, like the best friend that could have saved him all the troubles from the very beginning, you know? Man, I told you. Yeah, the hell are you doing? I told you these people are weird. Yeah. I still haven't seen Us. Have you guys seen Us? I have not. No, I've not. Which no. is funny because, like that, like you know, it, it came on the coattails of such great success for him. Like, it has to be a good film. You know, Taron is a little bit more on the eh, too scary to watch thing. So then, like, you know, I'm not really. I don't really watch movies unless I go watch them with her. Unless it's like you know Marvel or something. So. And to be oh. honest, without oh hello, yeah. Yeah. I got a rupee. Um, <laughs> so spooky rupee. No, see, and the thing that's, I don't know, I don't know if it's a nice thing or a bad thing. With the pandemic, movie theaters seem to be kind of failing right now. Fucked, yeah, I know AMC is failing, but like, do, would you rather watch a movie like Us or you know whatever, like at home, to where you know you can turn out the lights and put up the volume? And not be around other people. Because sometimes I find being around yeah. other people in a theater during a scary movie doesn't really... Makes me not so scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather I be like, in my house. I, yes. Like alone I like watching, with your spouse or whatever. And yes. Just, yeah. I like watching horror movies alone. I like watching, you know, action movies in the theater. You know, the superhero movies are fine to watch in a theater. Yeah. But horror movies, you got to watch by yourself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping... I don't know. I'm hoping more of the... Hey, we're gonna release this movie so you can stream it at home. Obviously, you have to buy buy it, but you know, what's the difference? Buy a ticket, maybe. I'll buy a ticket. Yeah. A home, like, a okay, it's ticket. like you pay like what's what's ticket prices now? Twelve. It's probably more than that now, but like I'll pay twelve bucks if I really want to see a movie, but I'd much rather stay at home. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, eventually I'm gonna I mean, have the don't, whole. Wouldn't they get the same profit either way? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah. Besides the, prob- the other. They'll probably have to do that. I actually, you know, Disney Plus got away with it with Mulan for like thirty bucks. Yeah, which is I've, a lot of people did it, <laughs> including myself. Oh, mostly because Taryn. I mean, you do, you know, it's just this whole you know premiere thing, and we got to see it. And it was pretty good. But all right, you guys want to endorse some stuff? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. um 
you want to go? I got, I got, I got a spooky thing to endorse, and I got a funny thing to endorse. Okay. Uh, which one should I do first? Do the funny, and then we'll end. Uh, so, uh, earlier this month, it was actually like on almost on my birthday. It was the, I mean, uh, you know, I like all of the presents I got from my wife, my friends, whatever. But the best birthday present I got was from internet famous comedian Neil Ciciarega. Uh oh. You you might know him. Uh, from uh, Harry Potter Puppet Pals. You might know him from uh, his work with Lemon De- Demon, uh, uh, who, <laughs> who came out with the internet-famous song uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Uh, you might time. also know him from his mouth albums. And he yeah. released his fourth mouth album oh. earlier this month. Uh, mouth Dreams is out now. And it is... <laughs> Oh, it's so good. He's really just mastered the art. So, okay, let me explain what the fuck this even is. Um, Neil Ciciarega... So, okay, you, there's this idea of mashing up two different songs, right? Where, oh, this song kind of sounds like this song, and you put them together, and sometimes it works. Neil Ciciarega does that, but also puts songs together in, like, unexpected ways with, like, a comedic intent right or he puts together like 90s especially if you grew up in like the 90s like 90s era like nostalgia music just like shitty ass 90s pop music like smash mouth that's why it's mouth album smash mouth he loves smash mouth just putting smash mouth into every album uh, or into every song yeah just like just like 90s cultural ephemera he just puts that into songs with like a comedic intent. Uh, his his opening his opening song on Mouth Dreams is just the internet jingle. You, you, you remember the Yahoo search engine in the their like commercial jingle was Yahoo. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That is his only sample for his opening track is just the Yahoo thing. That is the only thing he samples, and he turns it into this like orchestral work of like art you feel like inspired <laughs> by like the yahoo's jingle it's like oh my god uh anyway mouth dreams is very good i am also going to endorse a spooky thing um this is again just like weird fucked up horror <laughs> i'm gonna endorse uh suspiria uh there are two versions of suspiria there is the original suspiria which I think was like 1971, and it's like an Italian horror film. Um, and it's, there's like no plot to this movie. <laughs> this girl goes to a dance academy and weird shit happens is the entire plot of the movie. That's the entire plot. Uh, and it's just all about just these like weird, he just, the director just loves these like weird colors and like weird camera lenses and setting up weird shots and having these like very over the top horrific spectacles when characters die. Um, and that's the original. Uh, in two years ago, 2018, uh, Suspiria was remade and it's a completely different movie, but also good. Uh, this movie very much has a plot. Uh, I it, I mean, it's still the same basic premise. Girl goes to Dance Academy and weird shit happens, but there is a lot more story involved, a lot more character development, and a lot more weird fucked up shit. Um, it, one of the most disturbing and gruesome horror deaths I've ever seen on screen uh, happens in 2018 Suspiria. Uh, really? So yeah, if you want, if, if you're okay with some just gruesome, over-the-top body horror just fucked up shit. Uh, I will endorse both the original and the remake of Suspiria. Okay. And that's that's what I got. Um, so I'm gonna endorse and not endorse the same thing. Ooh. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, very spooky. Um, what me and my wife really just mean? got back. Huh? What does he really mean? Ooh, no. Uh. So me and my wife just got back from our anniversary. We went we went to Vegas. We risked oh, yeah. it. We didn't get sick. We're good. Oh, good. Good, I, good, everyone, good. Everyone over in Nevada was wearing masks. So good on you guys. Good job. Good. Um so in order to do this, we had to do a timeshare. 
that was one of the things. Very cheap. Like, we got it for a really good deal. We got the Vegas vacation for four nights. We're getting a free cruise that we can do for five days, four nights. Oh, nice. And we're getting another vacation after that for, like, a really great price. So we're like, yeah, screw it. I'll sit in that thing for two hours and do that. So that's why, like, take advantage of that. If you're someone who's capable of just looking a salesperson in the face and telling them no, like, take advantage of these timeshares and use them. You don't have to buy them. Like, they're going to hassle you. They're going to bug you, but you don't have to buy them. And you can get some pretty good, you know, incentives incentives from it. So nice. Um, it was it was really convenient. Now comes the actual timeshare experience, the thing I don't want to endorse. Oh, because we had this is our first like timeshare ourselves, not like being with our parents who have done them before. So we we do this. We we get there. We get there early too. We're one of the first ones from our. We are the first ones from our group to arrive. And when they go and uh, you can see them coming in from the previous timeshare they just did, all the agents are grabbing new folders, right? And then they're coming in and they're calling name, calling name, calling name, calling name. They, they, do, they do this for a half hour as the agents get all prepped up. We end up being the last ones called. So first one's arrived, last one's called. So we're like, all right, cool, off to a good start. We finally get called. And, of course, you know, the lady does her timeshare thing. She does her spiel. She shows you the videos. She tells you what's in this and here. They give you, they do all sorts of fun things and tell you numbers and all that and give you stupid, illogical things. And she didn't know how to do math, which was fun. Um, then we do the tour. Um, we were supposed to go up to a room and tour, like, this big, fancy room that you're supposed to buy in the timeshare. She has, like, she forget, she forgets the room key. So she had a she I guess apparently left it where back wherever she lived. So she had to go back back down. We had to go with her. She had to awkwardly ask this other lady who didn't want to really give her the key because I guess I feel like the lady we got people is the one that people don't like. The other sales team doesn't <laughs> like because they were like, Ugh. so damn it, Deborah. So we finally get up there. We tour the room and she's like, you you want to do this? You want to do you like the vacation, right? You like the vacation, right? <laughs> So eventually we go back she down. stabbed you. So that was sales pitch. And then now we're on the offer, right? So there, here's, here's what we got. Can you do this? You know, like this is, and you get all these points if you do this, right? And we're like, no, we, we don't want to do this right now. And so she goes, she goes, all right, let me talk to my boss. So she gets up. Like five seconds later, she has a piece of paper. I was like, man, that was quite a talk. She goes, here's a better offer. And we're like, no, we're not doing this. Like, we, you know, we're just not going to do this. And we and the funny thing was too, we told her beforehand we're not doing this. So she's like, she's like then digging into us. She's like, well, why don't you take out a home equity? Why don't you put the down payment on your credit card? Why don't you? It's like, why don't you take out loans? It's like, why don't I just sell my son's soul to you? Like, what do you want from <laughs> me, lady? And it got to a point where it was just kind of getting like really annoying, like because like we were like, we're not doing this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't care what you do. We're not doing this. So then she, um, she she gets her boss to then come. She goes and talks to her boss, and then she gets her boss to then actually come and sit down with us. Her boss, like for some reason, because we had mentioned um, Ashley's grandmother used to own a timeshare that's now one of their things, and we're like, yeah, it's one of the things you bought out. That boss comes by and tells us, no, you're wrong. It's not one of our things. And I'm, I'm like, okay, what was the point of telling me that? Like, why why are you telling me? Like, why are you sitting down and the first thing you say is, sorry, you're wrong. Which, by the way, we were right. Oh. But, I don't know. It was just, it was just whatever. It's like, and then the boss gives us, like, this really low offer that gives you, like, almost no points that makes this thing, whole thing not worth it. And we're like, we're not doing this. Like, we we don't want to do this. Like, we don't want to buy a timeshare. Sorry, we're taking advantage of the offer you gave us. So the boss is like, she, and I looked her in the eyes of the boss and I told her that. And she looked at me and she, she nods her head and she leans into the other the lady who had us and I'm pretty sure she like she's like, all right, just just let it go, give them up and just check them out, right? So the boss walks away. Our lady's looking at us. She goes, Come on, this is a really good offer. Come on. Come on. They're really fucking persistent. So you gotta be yeah. ready for that shit. They're like they will hound the fuck out of you. And they're I'm supposed like completely to completely immune to like the high pressure, like the more they dig in the more i'm like fuck you like no like <laughs> oh it got to that point trust yeah, me yeah. it got to that point here because like she's like come on don't you want to do don't you want to do that and we're like no and I'm, I'm looking at my watch i'm like they're because they're only supposed to do this for two hours once you go over the two hours now you 
Well, they'll take you for the full two hours for sure. Yeah. No, but they, well, they have to. That's yeah. pretty much how they essentially get yeah, paid paying, in the end. They're paying for that. Yeah. 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 Although, you know, they obviously get a commission too. But so she, she goes, um, she's hounding us, hounding us, hounding us. Again, brings back the loans and stuff. And we're like, no. And at this point, we're getting kind of annoyed. Then she goes, well, what about divorce? <laughs> and I, and I look at her like, what? And she's like, do you want to get a divorce? <laughs> then you James, you know it. how I get. I got pissed. I got so pissed. And I'm like, you know what, bitch? We're done. I'm like, we're done. Your two hours is up. We're done. And she's like, what? What did I do? What did I do? And I'm like, you're, you're implying we're going to get a divorce if we don't buy your timeshare. And it's like, I'm like, who does that? On their anniversary, even. It's like, we told you this was our anniversary. And you just said, oh, you want to get a divorce? I was like, what the fuck? It's fuck you. And I told her, we're done. We're done. And I was like, I pretty much raised my voice at her. She got all pissed. And she stomped away in a huff. They had to get a guy to come by. And he had to apologize. And he had to, like, tell us, oh, sorry. It's supposed to be, like, a, they're supposed to talk about, like, a national st- statistic on vacationing and divorce. I'm like, that's not what she said. She She's literally like, just asked us if we're gonna. You want to get a divorce? That's what she said to us. And the guy's like, "I'm so sorry. Uh, we're gonna check you out now." I'm this so is sorry. all part of it, man. Because then the guy is like, "But wait, before I check you out, do you do <laughs> no, this time shit? no, 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 he, no. That guy, he's the he's the, actually the hospitality guy. He's essentially the HR to make sure like they don't say something stupid. That which sounds he like said a nightmare, stupid. to be honest. My parents. Yeah. I remember my parents yeah. did that. My was... I, when I my dad has done like 20 to 30 of these things and he mentally prepared me. He's like, they're going to say this. They're going to say that they're going to talk about this and that and whatever. Like, you, you just got to stand your ground. Right. And when I told him about the divorce thing, he's like, well, that's a new one. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, with how many I've been to, I've never heard that one before. I was like, yeah, kind of wow. shitty on their part. So, yeah, timeshare, the timeshare sales pitch sucks. But if you're willing to tolerate two hours of this shit. Sometimes the packages you get out of it are pretty worth it. It was really cheap for us. It's like for those three vacations, pretty much each one cost us a hundred dollars in the end. Wow! Yeah. To do all that stuff. Yeah. That's pretty insane. God damn, that was that was one hell of an experience. Wow. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I might hold on to that for twenty twenty one, like because twenty twenty is going to set us up for anything really. I'll I'll take whatever twenty twenty one has, and then I'll go to a, <laughs> do a timeshare and and then go spend months away. Um, all right, for my endorsement, I'll keep it simple. Uh, there's a Netflix show that I don't, I've yet, I've only seen a few episodes of, but Taryn loves it. And so we've started watching it ag- again. And she claims she doesn't remember it enough so that, you know, we could rewatch it. It's on Netflix. It's got great ratings. It's called Shit's Creek. And that's. Oh, Jess has been trying to get me to watch that. So I. I had seen, you know, a couple scenes here and there um, when she was watching it a couple years ago or whatever. Um, it has Eugene Levy from American Pie, who I love. He plays the dad in American Pie. He was like he's a goofy Jewish dude. And um, so it had my interest a little bit, but, you know, I just kind of like let her watch it. And now I'm watching it and a couple episodes in, I'm like, All right, this, this, is, this is pretty funny. It's a really interesting premise. Basically, from the very first episode, it's thrown you into sort of a, a the, you're with these characters that have been thrown into a, a complete you know shitstorm, no pun intended um uh because they are rich and they have had something happen where they've lost all their money and then the only thing that they own is that as a joke the father bought a town for the son to make a joke because the town was called shit's creek um and turns out that he actually has the deed of ownership like for the entire village or whatever (laughs) and so that's all they own so that's where they go to live from you know this elaborate mansion with you know maids and stuff to some random town living in a motel so um hilarity ensues and there's about six or seven seasons of it i guess so um, no okay really really interesting show shit's creek Shit's Creek. Happy Halloween. All right. Happy Happy, happy Spooptober. Happy Halloween. Don't murder your friends. And, Unless uh, you're playing Among Us. And Red is yeah. always sus. Always. Yeah. Oh, Red, Red is always, is always sus. sus. Oh, is I think Justin's always sus. 
I don't even think I was like the no, I was the trader one time and then I screwed up and <laughs> someone walked up on me jumping in a vent and oh, yeah. 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 That was the one time I was sus. <laughs> All other times I was not. So Oh, man. All right, our next episode, I think it's going to be Star Wars Squadrons, right? Are we yeah. finally going to do that? All right, I should cool. probably play that game. All right, yeah, I played yeah. some today. Actually, it was uh, good. I was this close. I was this close to, to finally booting it up. Uh, well, you should have hopped on with me. Yeah, let me let me know next time you hop on. You can show me the ropes. All right. Uh, well, well, whatever. We can get into that on in the next episode. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Monster will follow you after you're done listening to this podcast. That's my sign off. Ah, I'm ah, James. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> okay. I'm going back to this voice. I'm Leo. Why is this like the scary? Why is this a scary voice? Like, Actually, it's it's a very good voice exercise. Oh, really? If you, you want to train in singing, that's well, a very good ghost. Vib- ghost vib- yeah, you're vibrating. Oh. Anyways, I'll see you next time. This is Justin signing off. Do suck your blood. Going to suck your butt plug. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounded like you were going to say. That is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A butt vampire. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) All right, we're done, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See you later. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a silly thing. All right. Is it like S A S C H I T Z? Yeah, S C H I T T. Not literal shit, but you know. Like shvetty balls? <laughs> right, just like that. 14 teen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You <laughs> took me back. Bringing it way oh. back. Oh. Pre YouTube era. That's where I'm from, buddy. Jesus. Some of you are too young to remember that. Oh, God. You took me. You took me so far back. I'm. I went back. James. Years. Yeah. Sink. Oh yeah, that's what it felt like when you said fourteen T, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Hey, kiddo's still asleep, man. Nice. Seven o'clock. We're doing it. Doing it, man. This is it. This is when you can finally sleep at least four hours straight. Yeah, that's Ooh. not bad. I think four hours. Yeah. The problem is the second four hours. Or the second, you know, really yeah. 12. Well, he sleeps probably like a total of like 12 hours because he goes to bed. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, you got him sleeping through the night? No, well, I mean, we, we, we encourage him to sleep through the night. But the last leg from like 3 it, o'clock on is. Yeah, it's, it's on off. Sometimes yeah. you get lucky and they sleep through. Sometimes it's like they woke up at 3 in the morning. Mostly, like, ah. yeah, mostly it's like they're just up at 3 and it's hard to get them to stay asleep. You just got to keep, keep it consistent. You got to yep. keep trying. And they got to figure it out themselves. That you know, If I'm upset, you know, I got to figure out how to go back to sleep. Yep. So it'll, it'll happen. It'll be a fun You'll night. get your sleep again. It'll come back. 